everyone. Welcome back to GC365. We are on December 2nd. We got the wreath and everything. It's Christmas time, folks. It's day 336, and I am Pastor Haley. I work with our high school students. This is... I am Josh that I work with. I'm a leader underneath Haley. I work with all the kids, all the high schoolers, I have middle schoolers. You name it, I'm here. Honestly, I think you're here probably more than I am. <laughs> so he just kills it with the youth, and they love him. I think oftentimes they're, like, trying to attack you, oh, and, yeah. and you, he takes it on quite well. So If you have any candy, I'm here for candy, too. Yes, there you go. He's here for it all. You've probably seen him around. Very faithful, very loyal leader here at Gold Creek. So thank you, Josh. Yeah. We have some good, interesting readings today in Daniel. And we're going to kind of dive into what Daniel got out of some visions. And I guess I didn't realize, I was telling Josh this, Daniel received a lot of visions. Oh, yeah. And kind of reminded me of some pregnancy dreams I have that I'm not always understanding. So <laughs> there's that. But we're going to dive into chapter nine. And ultimately what's happening here is Daniel is praying for not only himself, but for the people. And you looked into why he was praying. Do you want to share a little bit about yeah, that? Yeah, he was uh, praying because um, probably about 70, 75 years ago, uh, God banished his people from Israel. Mm -hmm. And so um, his time their time was coming up. So Daniel knew that. And he was um, starting to praise to bring his people back in um, so that he had his people with them. Yeah, definitely. And if you're ever like, how did you get this information? Where do you look <laughs> these things up? Uh, I remember we had a conversation a yes. while ago and Josh was like, hey, what? what do I need to do to kind of figure things out in the Bible? And so I recommended a study Bible and that's what you got. You got it as a gift. Yes. Yes. My wife, Krista gave me uh, this as a gift and everybody teases me because it's big because I'm getting old and uh, then they had to make the letters a little bit bigger for me. So it's yeah. a big book, but it has lots of knowledge in there. Yes. So we both highly recommend it for yes. you. If you don't have one, look into it. It's always good too. You don't have you can have another one to pack around or just have your Bible app as well, but it's a good one to yeah. look into. So that's where we both saw that information about Jeremiah. And then we, as we came together, comparing our notes on this reading, we both came out of here saying Daniel knew how to pray. Oh, like amazingly knew how to pray. He was, um, he, he knew like how to fast. He knew how to how to give it to everything to God, how to um, just talk to God, how to just do everything. Yeah. And, you know, it shows you how often and kind of, but I felt a little bit convicted too of saying the like classic dinner prayer, like, dear God, thank you for this food, bless <laughs> yeah. our bodies, amen. And not really like giving it all to God. Not that you need to like open up to him vulnerability right. every dinner meal, but the idea of, there are some things that your prayer should include. Mm -hmm. And we, as we both work with students, I think it's easy to say the most common thing we hear from them is what, as we ask, what do you need to work on in your relationship with God? We say prayer. prayer. Yep. And so that's something where it's important to pray. And then how do we develop how to pray? Yeah, the high schoolers ask me all the time, like, or the middle schoolers ask me all the time, how how do I pray? What do I what do I say first? Um, you don't have to like serious and necessarily talk about um, certain things. Just uh, you need to love God 
show God that he is he is king. Yeah. That um he is your your father. Yeah. All of those things and when you're open with that and you're ready to receive say God I honor who you are, I know who you are and then that opens you up to an opportunity oh. to hear what he has to say back to you. And that's a question I had um, that you can kind of reflect on personally. But, you know, when we are very honest with God, a lot of times where it's saying, God, I'm so mad at you. Why didn't you do this? You didn't answer my prayer. And so we kind of throw it at him. And are we ready to be to receive his honest answer yeah. back is where I kind of ended with that chapter. But we can head into chapter 10 through chapter 11, verse 1. And I don't know about you guys, but you might have been confused on where verse one lands. It actually lands in chapter 10. Yeah, I've learned that the hard way. I read chapter 11, the whole uh, verse, like kept it kept on going three times. I'm going, geez, this is long. All for verse one. Yeah, all for verse one. So he's really well versed in chapter 11. <laughs> yeah. But that's where that is. If you're like, I could not find it for the life of me. And what happens here is he's, Daniel receives this vision of a messenger and kind of a glimpse into this spiritual battle that's happening and the people who between God and people who want to destroy him. And you, um, something stood out to you about that vision. Yeah. Where, um, he was, uh, standing by the river and all of a sudden something came up from the sky. Some people call it, think it was God. Some people think it was an angel, mm -hmm. Uh, but he was he was the only one that was able to actually see that um, God or the angel. Um, all, all of his all the followers kind of just dispersed because they were scared. So, so I don't understand like if they they saw something or they they just felt something being there, but they couldn't see anything. Yeah, it just um, it makes you think of how often are we doing that? Like God's there, but we just don't see him. Yeah, definitely. And so. That, again, goes back to being honest and vulnerable mm -hmm. with God. Are you ready to receive a vision? And you may not understand it right away. There are times when Daniel didn't understand what was happening and had to be explained yeah. to him. Um, so I thought that was a great thing to take away from that. I personally was looking more into the fact that this messenger that came said, I was blocked from you for three weeks. I wasn't able to come to you because of these evil spirits that were blocking me. And throughout that time, Daniel still continued to pray. So he was receiving no answers. Yeah. Nothing was said like, hey, there's an answer coming. But he continued to pray. Yeah. And he was loyal. He was loyal to God, even though he didn't have that, that answer yet. Yeah. And so that might be where you're at in your spiritual life right now, saying like, I've been praying and praying and I've received nothing. But know that your answer may be on the way that Satan he doesn't like for your answers yeah. to show up. And so he may be trying to block those, but God will come to you and will show up. And if you really think that um, uh, the answer won't show up, I'll just think of Daniel 10 when he waited three weeks and he finally, uh, God actually mm -hmm. answered him. And uh, the angel answered him and says, hey, sorry, I haven't answered you in three weeks, but um, we were stuck. I, I left an uh, angel behind so so that I can come see you. Yeah. Well, let's head into the New Testament, 1 John chapter 2, 18 through 29. And this is talking about antichrists that are to come and that there is not just one. There yeah, is, there's multiple antichrists yeah. out there. That, that's what, what I really got from this. 
Um, there's just, there's so, so many antichrists out there. And what is an antichrist? Like, I mean, there's so much stuff out there that's a, that could be considered antichrist. Yeah. And so I encourage you, if you're like, I have so many questions about that. Again, study Bible, Bible. Yeah. Yeah. but to look into these, it talks about it a little bit here saying it can be all these sorts of different things or anybody, somebody could be a part of the church even for a mm-hmm. little bit and doing it for the wrong reasons. And that could be considered yeah. that as well. And so it was very eye opening. Uh, and it goes into saying, well, you know what? If you are a true believer, you have the Holy Spirit with you. And in youth, we say the Holy Spirit is your guide, your advocate. You do not have to fight alone. You do not have to be the front man for the battle. That as these things come about, as people try to block you from Christ, you have the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. in you. And then chapter 3, verses 1 through 6 in 1 John, talking about being children of Christ and to follow him. Fun fact, this month, knock on wood... (laughs) I'm probably going to become a mom. So that's super exciting, unless my child's super stubborn and just waits (laughs) until the new year. So with that, we were just getting on the conversation of God as our heavenly father and what it looks like to be parents, earthly parents. You have two kids. two kids, and I've been an earthly parent for a while. Um, So I don't know how our father actually does it (laughs) (laughs) when you have two lively kids around, but um, our father is there for not just two, for all of us. Yeah. And so with that, it's just, we had some fun conversations about, hey, what do I need to do to (laughs) become a good earthly parent? We said stock the pantry always. (laughs) So that's fun. And just kind of have those conversations with your kids as well and what a heavenly father is meant to look like and be in it good Christ-like example as that parent, if you are a parent. Um, or you might be a leader in a student or a kid's life here at the church yes. and know that you could be representing a parental role in that way as well. So that's very important. And I just want to end with Psalms 121. Mm. And as I was reading this, he's talking about how he is our greatest shade. He will protect <laughs> us. And I said, well, ultimately then God is the greatest SPF we will ever have. <laughs> You know, he's better than that 100 SPF, which I think at one point it kind of gets like once it's past, past 50, you know, it's yeah, the same really thing. Yeah, you really don't. You're just turned white. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It doesn't grow into your body. Yeah. <laughs> so with that, our greatest protector is always going to be God. He's got us and go, he is our advocate. He's with us. He's honest with us and he's going to show up. Yeah. So. Yes, he is. We are very excited to share this with you today. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you, Josh. Oh, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And we will talk to you guys later.